On today's show, eight things that you need to do before you release your next single. Cue the title sequence. I'm about seven and realised it was actually eight. But, uh... <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> 30 minute music marketing for musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. So, hi, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Are the... you getting better at marketing We hope you're getting music. better. We I, are. I find that, you know, as a, as a, as a reflective process, um, doing this show forces me to think about all the marketing that mm. I'm doing. And as we've said in a previous podcast, that th my show's and the attendance to my shows is up. And I, you know, I do wonder th whether that is is part of the, this whole 30-minute music marketing process. I think it's definitely beyond a coincidence. Yes. So thanks very much for uh, watching on the YouTubes or Hit the, the Facebook. subscribe button. Hello, if you're listening on the podcast, you're in luck because you can't see uh, just how uh, terrible Greg's jumper is. <laughs> Shut up. This is new. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, it's, it's just workplace bands. So today, Greg, we're going to talk about singles. And we all know singles are great. If you're a DIY, well, if you're any musician, never mind a DIY musician, it's a great way to uh, re-engage your existing audience. Yep. It's a great outreach opportunity yep. to try and find new fans. Everybody likes something new. Everybody likes something new, and uh, you know we do as musicians just just get excited about our next impending release because it's almost like when when you were a child and you used to make something and you'd show it to your parents or guardians and you'd be sort of quite excited and yeah. waiting for their uh, waiting for their approval. So you know singles work in very much the same way for musicians. However. Obviously, we need a good degree of preparation in order for your releases to uh, to achieve a certain amount of success, rather than just releasing it and going, "All oh, right, I wonder what I should do now." Yeah. So I've written down. Is this kind of like a marketing plan? What I would say is, it's a marketing plan of sorts. If you did nothing other than these eight points, I think you'd be on a uh, very solid ground in terms of uh, successfully uh, marketing that release. Uh, in, in a marketing plan for a single that I might do, there, w there might be additional sort of steps and it might be, you know, more sort of specifically sort of timed out, but maybe as a, as a quite a detailed bullet pointed list. Yeah. If you did nothing other than these eight things, you'd be bang on track, I would say. You'd be better than not doing these eight things. Mm, yes, and yes, you yes. might actually get a reaction. Yes. From your audience. Yes. Or an audience. Uh, so we're going to start. Start with number one. Number one, allocate, we've mentioned this before. Yeah. A marketing budget, but then you put what on. What on, right. So we need to allocate a certain amount of money in order for new people, or indeed maybe even our existing audience, to actually see uh, the video or to hear the music. So you're going to... And the thing, I know one of the questions you're going to be is, how much should that budget be? Well, it is something, you know, as soon as you mention budget, the yes. next question that comes up is, how much? How much? Well, well, let's try and quantify this in terms of um, maybe how you'd look at it maybe sort of 10 years ago. And you go, right, well, in order for a, a radio promo marketing budget, you'd need something in the region of at least £500 if you were putting that to some sort of regional radio plugger. And then maybe if you're heading towards national, you might be looking at a £1,000. Right, so I'm not saying spend that much, but okay, well, that's a benchmark. 
Um, what I would potentially say is, you, the listener, the viewer out there, you know yourself how good this particular piece of music is and maybe you know are you sure they know this because well, they're always going to say it's amazing i don't know nobody I... ever says you know it's almost like when you you start seeing a new person and, and they all your mates always ask oh so what's your girlfriend like that you're hardly ever going to go well she's just average you're always going to go she's amazing and you and it's the same with music you're always going to go it's amazing no one's ever going to go it's just remarkably average right well okay on that basis then how about working along these lines? Go on. In the, if your marketing budget is primarily going to be spent on things like YouTube adverts and Facebook advertising, which obviously links into Instagram, yep. how about you allocate a certain amount of money and if that goes well and that gets you the, the reach and the engagement and the reaction that you wanted, then you keep on putting more money into the advert engine, as it were, and then you keep doing that. And maybe if you... We were you... talking a little bit about this the other day, weren't we? Because when I was talking about a band were thinking about getting a record mastered at Abbey Roads, and I suggested it would be better to spend that money on Facebook marketing, you reckon spend a tenner a day for a fortnight. Yeah. To, to kind of... So, you know, you're not talking lots of money, but you're still talking... a you know, a reasonable investment. Well, yeah, so so what I've done in the past is I've maybe allocated something in the region of about £300 on Facebook ads to try and get my piece of music out into the wild. Mm -hmm. And I've realised, actually, <coughs> this is performing well. This is performing above average and maybe above my initial expectations. And the idea is, if this has got legs, keep throwing money at it until such point as the you know the, 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 there will always be a natural point where the performance of any adverts gradually declines maybe you've you've reached all the people who are likely to, to sort of reach it so when... I, I would i would you know if you've got something that you would regard as oh this is this is a, a particularly strong thing obviously we're we're english i would probably say at least 2 300 pounds if you can afford it the only thing is, though, yes. you will quite happily spend that kind of money because you know, through your skills and expertise, yes. that you are going to get that back through people turning up at your shows. Yeah. Uh, so you know that there's not really a massive risk there. There's still a no. risk, but how, you know, for the, the people, you know, on the other side of this uh, podcast, like The Space, for example, because they've messaged us again this week, so hi, guys. Um, you know, they're, they're not going to see that money back possibly for quite a while. So I know, I suppose in some ways, you're going to go back to the adage of it's a marathon, not a sprint. But if we were to go back 10 years yeah. and you were approaching this, would you still spend the same knowing that you might not get that back for quite a while? Well... Again, to to go back, to, right? Let's go back ten years and refer back to the radio plugger analogy. You could spend five hundred pounds on a radio plugger, and you might get a couple of radio plays, and all you're going to get from that is the PRS on a couple of radio plays, yeah. which would be about I don't know, tenner, thirty, forty quid, depending on whether it's national, regional. Yeah. And that's all you've got. You've got nothing else to show for it. And anyone who might have listened to that 
your single on the radio, you've got no way of contacting them. No, that's a fair point. So basically what you're saying I think, is, I think is to... that you've just got to accept it's, it's, it. You've just got to accept it. If you, if you want people to definitely hear or see your music, it is going to involve a certain amount of investment. You can rely on being 100% organic and having you know, a zero marketing budget. I think you know, we, we've talked about um, ways of uh, marketing for, uh, for absolutely nothing on this particular show. But if you want as a cast iron guarantee of people um, opening their social media or going onto YouTube and seeing your product, then unfortunately that costs money so, that's just the way of the world so maybe don't get that looper pedal and and spend it on there you go there you go so okay. or maybe you know spend <laughs> a, a modest amount of money on um moderately Me. priced jumpers and invest the rest <laughs> <laughs> lovely lovely right so that's point number one point number one so point number two um get your assets ready get your assets ready I've that, that said sounds this like, to a few people in my time that sounds like the slapped. title of an urban track doesn't yes, it go on. so what are we talking about here well you're gonna need your mass, mixed and mastered track of course you're gonna need your cover artwork you might need some new promo photos i don't know how old when was the last time you had a proper uh, photo shoot your lot out there you know is it worth freshening that up so you could have some uh, fresh new images to go with your fresh new music i don't know you tell me uh so uh, in terms of video content greg uh at the very least we could have a cover art video yeah that's nice and simple so in other words choose uh, to tube will do that choose within... to tube what i will say is that's fine for youtube however facebook doesn't like static images does it not in its in its videos and it certainly doesn't like you posting youtube links no 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 but it do, if you just have a, a still image on your video with obviously constantly changing audio underneath yes it it doesn't like that it won't give that particularly good reach so if you know a little bit about uh, video editing you could use some sort of keying and key a collar out and have some sort of maybe well, motion graphics going on that's i mean because we, we've started doing this actually this week in terms of just having what looks like a uh, spectrum analyzer of the the audio playing yeah. and stuff so would that work because yeah, that's that effectively work, yeah. Although it has a still image, it has something moving or like, I suppose the videos that you did with the, just of the live performance with the lyrics put in, that would be. Because what originally happened, video, you know how video is more engaging and gets more reach yes. than static images. Well, what people were doing is people were just taking JPEGs and making silent videos of a static JPEG and Facebook was going, no, 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 no. That, that's like you're, you're, you're bending the rules there. So sometimes, especially as we approach, as we get into the next summer, into festival season, you'll see um, poster adverts for festivals. There'll be a modest amount of animation in the background to, okay. to, make, it, to make it count as a real video to make sure uh, it gets the release. So uh, that was your cover art video. You could do a lyric video. Yep. Um, and of course, the traditional uh, music promo. If, you, if we were to call it, you know, a, a standard sort of music video. An acoustic performance. A low-key acoustic <coughs> performance. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, That's quite all right. And, you know, you could also... One of my clients would start doing stuff in, a, uh, in their kitchen. Just an acoustic guitar in the kitchen. And to be honest, he's, he's put these backlights on the kitchen. And it yeah. looks quite cool. I did suggest maybe you should get some people playing kitchen utensils as percussion. I tell you what, um, the kitchen is, um, I, do, I do some impromptu band filming in the kitchen. And in terms of the lights, we've got two sets. Of, it, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. We've got two sets of lights there. We, we put the cooker hood light on. Yep. And if, you, if you're doing an acoustic performance in there, the reverb, I would imagine, Greg. Well, all, all those, those all early those tiles, reflections. Yeah. Brilliant. 
so yes, kitchen is obviously where it's at. Now, in terms of a timeline as to when you drop all of these, things yep. have changed. It used to be that when we were relying very much on sales, everything was geared around sort of day one. So yep. what might happen is you might have released the lyric video one week before release, mm -hmm. and then you'd release the music video on the day of release. Yep. Those days tend to have gone now because now we're going for the long tail because you want your music to be consumed for as long as, as possible as possible and indeed you know my one of my band's biggest songs was played on national radio yesterday at the, the point we're recording this and that will always you just drop that in there you know but but it's like that's our biggest ever song and we want people to consume that and that's now had a shelf life of, of 13 years and we want to keep it going for a, dare I say another 13 years I'm sure so we can't we can't we can't let we can't let people forget about that we have to get <coughs> it consumed again and again and again so yeah. that, that's the that's the long tail so what in terms of the timeline it may well be that as your single is released on Spotify and Apple Music you maybe that's the day that you put your cover art video uh, out uh -huh. and then maybe one week later maybe that's the lyric video to again to, to re-engage your audience and then to point them back to your streaming platforms yep. and then maybe a week after that that's when you drop your full music video again to reinvigorate that audience get them going back to streaming so you've almost got like three weeks of plays rather than yeah. someone going i'll have a listen to that yeah that was all right you have and a, then yeah it's and almost, then moving on and forgetting about it's it it's almost a bit like the opening box office at a cinema where it's massive for that first yeah. thing and then it just drops off yeah but obviously in this day and age in the world of streaming we have to get people streaming again and again and again, and again. Yeah. so anytime you can remind them that it's out there but put it in maybe you know a new format in terms of call it advertising if you well, want. Well, you are. You're effectively just yeah. you're you're generating a variety of adverts to market the same product. Yeah. But you know, people are engaging with it to help it to keep front of mind, as they say, currently now in in marketing terms. Right. So that was number two. Yes. So number three. This number th this sorry. is a new one for me. Right. So. And it might be a new one for the viewers and listeners on possibly, the other possibly. end of this podcast. It is submit for Spotify editorial playlists. Now, you probably don't know this, Greg, but here I we go. I don't know a lot of things. When your distributor, be it DistroKid or CD Baby or, or Ditto or one of the many yeah. other distributors out there, when you submit your music to those people, if you give it a long enough lead time, you can go to your Spotify for Artists page. Yep. Which most people will will have and know and use. Are we going to be putting up things on the? Uh, uh, you, in post production, yes. Okay. So um, you can go to your Spotify for Artists page, and you can. Can I just put this up at the camera just so it helps? So it will be like this, and it will be now over my face. Right. So you there's talk there's like... a blessing, right? So if you go to your Spotify for Artists page, if you go to catalog upcoming music, and then you will see potentially all your upcoming releases if you've scheduled the load in advance so most... that's that one isn't it no 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 that's oh, right. not that that's... one is it that one it'll it'll be it'll be that one okay right? right okay and so that gives you greg an opportunity as an artist to submit that track to mr spotify himself right. for inclusion on their editorial playlists the one that they sit in spotify hq and they've got you know i don't know um fresh folk or 
jazzy jazz playlists. They're quite they're quite particular on there what instruments are in your song. Oh yeah, you, you have to you have to fill out and uh, describe it in all manner of ways in terms of a the genre of the track, the instrumentation that's used, the mood that it evokes. Really, we, we should almost forget about all sort of music genres from here in. We should just say, what sort of mood does your music evoke? Is it relaxing? Is it uplifting? It's those sorts of things. Really, what we need to, to do as artists, we maybe need to have a look at how Spotify uh, classifies music and maybe think more about those sorts of um, moods as we go about creating our re releases. So. You can do that for Spotify. What I will say is Spotify themselves say that if you do this, on average, you've got about a one in 10 chance of getting on one of their playlists that appear on the front page of Spotify in your respective countries. Now, I'm not a betting man, Greg, but one in 10, that's pretty good odds. And our friend Donna, she got her uh, one of her last singles. She got hers on a, uh, you know, a like fresh UK country playlist and I got a massive amount of uh, plays from it so, all right oh. so regarding that's new I know the battery ran out in the other one right so somebody left it on um we were talking about Donna so yes Donna of, and so she, she, she did that national play was it a national playlist yeah well so it's, this it's, is it's Donna Marie music by the way hello Donna well done Donna well done to you and uh you know obviously uh, well strange enough we're in the next couple of um uh, post we're going to mention Donna again. It's a Donna featured show. So what's number four, Greg? Number four is get people primed. So obviously you need to build a little bit of excitement within your existing sort of fan base and your existing audience. Any time? Well, how before? about uh, because you know people are, are very forgetful. Maybe if we start, maybe it's like two weeks before we can okay. get people ready. Uh, right, so how do you, how do you best get? people's attention well as we've seen uh, on using lots of social media platforms broadcasting live is one way to do it so it could well be that on the friday two weeks before your single release on the friday you do a little bit of a live broadcast as a as an announcement just an announcement just talk to the camera like we do every yes. week or do you actually mean play uh well i tell you what you could uh, do a bit of both however your your live set um uh, however much it incorporates you know, if you if you if you can perform it live, I mean, you could be, you know, an urban band or a metal band. So, if you can, if not, just a, a live broadcast to your audience to say uh, it's coming out in a fortnight. I hope you're all hyped. You know, you could even print out the artwork. Who knows? Okay, that's cool. That sort of thing. You could, um, if you're not going live, you could release maybe a, a, a tiny little bit of the uh, the music promo. Do you think that works? Because a lot of people go, oh, should I only put like ten seconds? And you're kind of going, I don't know. Depends if it's a good 10 seconds. Again, if, you, if you've got people who want to watch your stuff, then, uh, you know, I might be excited. Okay. So, you know, or you could release some of that in-studio footage. Who knows? Which bands never seem to do enough oh, of. I don't like people watching me while I'm doing it. Get, get it out there. Nobody's bothered. You just, you know, people want to see real. They don't want to see... Yes, I want to see you at your most raw, your most vulnerable. That's it. People, people think they're very vulnerable. When they're in the studio. Yeah, but that's let people in. Let yeah, people just in. let them see your stop, creative juice. Stop pushing don't mm, yeah, stop pushing them away. Stop pushing them away. So um you put here 
something to tease but not give the game don't, away. Yeah, you don't have to, you know, you, you don't have to fire off all your the, the bullets in your chamber. You don't You're, need to show all your cards. Exactly. <laughs> trying to identify metaphors off the top of our heads. So, uh, people at advanced age find that very difficult to do. So I, the amount of people who I just see, it's like, just drop, you know, I had someone this week who wanted to get their stuff up on Spotify. And and, and to be fair, not a, an unintentional plug to distro kid, but the, the speed they get those things up in terms of... Oh, it's, it, it's it really is really rapid. Yeah. As, know, as long as there's, there's nothing in terms of a strange... Ca they'll have a look at your artwork. That sometimes, if, if one of the anything that's going to uh, slow you down, it could be problems with your artwork or forms of capitalization. Some stores don't like over emphasis oh, using right. capitals and things. I think we got it on like probably 85% of all the platforms within 48 hours, wowzers, which is quite remarkable. But if it takes that long to do that, it's okay, it's a shame that so many people don't do any priming. It's literally right, you know, that's it, it done. If you're you know, if you're Beyonce, then you'll be able to generate a huge amount of promo. Uh, just by dropping, you know, a surprise single or a surprise album. However, unfortunately, we're not Beyonce. No, I'm not. No. So we've got to work that little bit harder and make sure people are aware of what we're doing. I know this is a slight uh, deviation from... Don't deviate, no, no, but in terms of, like, <laughs> priming people, this is... Yeah. Did you know that Lewis Capaldi was the most busiest musician by enemy? He did 154 shows. That's all right. Some going. They have to protect, and then he protect actually, his voice. He did more than Billie Eilish. Maybe was, maybe he drinks a lot of iron brew. Oh yeah, he's Scottish. I was thinking he's Irish. Maybe yeah. so. That is the secret. No, that uh, no Billie Irish Eilish isn't. Yeah. Yes. We're winding ourselves up into a. So, but yeah, I was quite. I was like, that. That's a lot of priming. That's like out three times a week. Yeah. Kind well, of he's making hay while the sun shines. Well, he's certainly he's gigged more than uh, Ed Sheeran, which ex probably explains why, by maintaining that amount of public presence, yeah, everybody knows who he you is. You can't afford to go away. So yeah, so you see, there is relevance. Oh, I didn't say, I'll let you off. I'll let you off. So we're going on to number five. Yes. Get a pre-save link and push it. Push it real good. Oh, oh, nice salt and pepper reference Yay. there. Uh, so your distributor will... Distributor? <laughs> have you put your teeth in? I, I have put my teeth in. Good. They will give you, they will normally give you a link, which is almost like the equivalent of a landing page, where your followers so if you've can click onto it. Your music on, say, DistroKid. DistroKid. Feel free to plug us, DistroKid. And uh, so they will have created a thing for you that you can then share. So here's a little thing. You'll, you'll need to get your phone out, Greg. Oh, you want me to do it because you're holding a microphone? Yes, and also I've left the phone on the chair. Oh, so I'll go right. Like this. So, so here's uh, an image from uh, our friend Donna uh, announcing the forthcoming release of her single. Yep. And here is, a, is another image of said um, uh, DistroKid pre-save page. And I've gone along and because I'm a Spotify user, I have pre-saved that single on um, Spotify so that when the single is launched, it automatically gets inserted into my library. Uh, there's a better chance of it uh, popping up in my um, Discover Weekly on, on Friday. So it'll, it'll pop up in my uh, algorithmically generated playlist yep. and I will get to hear it upon the day of release. And if your fans don't do that, then they might not. So it, it's it's just a just it's a nice an extra way of effort. keeping them up to date and reminded of all your hard yeah. work and endeavours. So a, a pre-save is 
it's it's almost the equivalent of uh, right. Your fans are going to get to uh, hear this music pretty much definitely. So why wouldn't you do it? Yeah. So that that's a good one. So th th this is. I mean, I don't know how many other people are already doing that or are unaware of it. It's new to me. So. It's certainly something I'm going to be pushing to my clients because th there's not many now who aren't releasing stuff via a digital aggregate because yeah. it's just so cost efficient. So I presume we're moving on to number six. We are moving on to number six. So number six, uh, update your socials. So uh, the banners on things like your Facebook yep. and your Twitter yep. they uh, and maybe even your YouTube channel, who knows, they should all reflect the fact that you've got a single coming out on XXX date. And it may well be that, obviously, that there's, there's a little bit of text to remind them of that. It may well be that that um, banner is um, is a version of the cover art for the single. And going back a few episodes ago, you actually, didn't you um, show a free place that will help, will give you the dimensions Canva. That's it for all your so you can you know you can remove the guesswork. It will will it do it for you? Or can't, can't um, I think it it has various yes it has um, banner templates right for so, uh, all the major platforms. So there you go. Remember so you can go Canva. to Canva and do that. Also as well in terms of the links in your social media bios, it could well be that you use uh, like a Bitly link shortener and create a link to your pre-save page. Right. So and so because like you know you, Instagram it's always like link in the bio, bang 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 there you go and I know from the fact that getting a national radio play uh, yesterday as I did uh, on Twitter oh, have, you, have you played that twice? I've though? played that twice per show. Maybe you can even get it into a third time. But on Twitter, I because I, I, went, <laughs> I went to my Twitter analytics. I'll show you my Twitter analytics. Zing. Um, the first thing people do, even on Twitter, more so on Instagram, is they go they go to the link that's in the bio. Right. So so people do that as a, as a matter of course. And if that's where you want to, normally you might send people just normally to your website or or, or whatever. But in this particular case, if you're trying to get people to pre-save, uh, go listen to your music, then you just change for the period of, the, of this particular campaign. That's to your uh, your pre-save link. So you've also put plus deets as in details. Yeah, plus your detail. You know, some of the words, like I say, a version of the cover art, and then some details as to name of the single and the release date. Okay, so uh, that is number six. Update your socials. Yes. On a, a level of one to ten on uh, importance. Um, I'd probably say six and a half. Okay, I thought you just said I. So, number seven, identify who you are going to pitch to. So, so far, we've only really been concerned about um, giving the information to our existing audience. And obviously, we want as wide a coverage as possible. Yep. So, ideally, we want to maybe send the, uh, the track to radio. We yep. might want to get uh, music blogs mm -hmm. to cover it. Um, or, or, you know, whatever other media outlets might cover your music then ideally you need to be sending it to them. And I know lots of people will be sat out there at home or listening going, well, exactly who are these people that I, I need to send it to? So you put here radio stations, blogs, playlists. A play yeah, you've got to pitch it to playlists these days, of course. That, now, that's quite a big one now. Yes, we, we could have an whole episode on that. Uh, if you're in the UK, what <laughs> I would say is that there's a website called 
uh, the unsigned guide. We'll put a, a, a link to the unsigned guide in the show notes. I have no affiliation with the unsigned guide, but I think it's a, uh, a tremendous uh, resource uh, for, uh, for DIY and unsigned yeah, musicians. Yeah, it is a good one. So they list, and you'll be able to pop up a little screen grab here, now, bang. Uh, they list uh, online magazines and blogs who might review your music, uh, regional music websites and forums. Don't go spamming any forums. Become a member of it. Become a valued and, you know, contributor to said forum. Then spam them. Uh, student press and magazines, radio stations, regional press. All that for a, you know, a, a modest yearly subscription. You can find out details of all those sorts of people. Uh, you can use Submit Hub. That's something I've covered recently uh, in my 60-second music marketing blog. That, uh, for a modest fee, allows you to submit your song to uh, playlists okay. and to online blogs so for coverage. So when you coverage. say modest fee, how much is what's uh, it? I can't remember off the oh, top right, of my head. Right. You know, it, you it's not going to break the bank. Again, it costs something, but... I, this is all marketing. All hobbies know. cost money. All hobbies cost money. So you put here, do that and pitch. Yeah. The earlier, the better. The earlier, kind of the sense. better. So, you know, if, again, we're talking at least, if we can, four months. Um, sorry, four, four weeks. Four months? Four weeks in advance. I can't even, I don't even know what I'm doing four what days Because what we tend to think is that because we're only concentrating on one music project, <coughs> we forget. Well, we we tend to think that ours is the only single or piece of music that exists in the world. Yes. And you know, we we, we submit to people going, yeah, right. Twenty four hours later, why haven't you reviewed? Because they seem to on, think that no one else has got anything else. No, going a, on no one else has got anything to do, and no one else will be doing exactly the same thing that that you're doing. So you have to leave as much time as realistically possible. Yeah. So you know. Four weeks before release date is ideal. And again, you you know, what we tend to realise is that a lot of artists will want to go, no, yeah, that, I need, I'll have this out in two days. Thank you very much. When really, we need to think about at least a month rather than days before getting, getting it out and uh, available to the public. So that we, is number seven. Yeah, and that almost pretty much leads on to number eight. We've almost covered it. Which is give yourself enough time. So on this basis, it's four weeks. At least four. In, back in the old days when we were dealing with lots of, um, dare I say, um, printed publications. Bureaucracy. And, and we were posting things. Oh, it would be like 12 things. weeks. Yeah. Eight, eight, you know, maybe, maybe 12 weeks for an album eight weeks for some sort of single. Obviously, the, the digital world has speeded things up. Yeah. But if you think about it, if you're sort of giving f at least four weeks leading to the release of a single and we're releasing music on a, on a regular basis, say every two months, what you almost have to think of, right, well, what you're probably doing is you're probably recording single two as you're getting, as you're starting the leading campaign for single one, and it's almost like a conveyor belt. You almost yeah. have to be thinking a month or two in advance. So in other words, right, well, single three, I'm going to need to be writing that, booking the recording studios for that, and I'm currently getting the marketing into place for single two whilst I'm actually releasing single well, one. For you, you're like a year ahead, aren't you? 
So uh, it's more stuff. I mean, yeah, with, with, with the, one of the things that you're doing, you were already talking. I thought you meant this year. Then I realised uh, you said 2020. Yeah. Uh, so it's November 2019 when we're recording this, and we're all pretty. Yeah. Next year is all booked up, and we're now thinking about dates and venues for 2021. Really? Yeah. I'm wishing my life away. That that does seem very rapid. Yeah. So things like you know submission for playlists. Um, reviews, radio stations, give it as, as long a time as feasibly possible. So try not to think about the immediacy of your release. Just think if you can push it back a couple of weeks to give yourself that little bit of extra time. Because, you know, as you've already said, you're not the only person doing this. Yeah, you, you're going you're gonna to stand a better chance of having it reviewed. And we're saying about submitting for Spotify editorial playlists. Again, that's a minimum of two weeks, ideally more, if you can do it. Right. So, a lot of very useful, interesting information. I'm not looking forward to editing this because I've got to remember where to put these photos. You'll be fine, Greg. So You'll be fine. have you got any questions? Audience? Yes. Is, if, is there anything uh, you'd like to uh, us to uh, examine in the wonderful world of music marketing uh, to give our advice on? Um, drop a comment in. Yeah, please write and uh, let us know what you think of what we're talking about. So uh, that'll be it. So this weekend, we're gigging, aren't we? Uh, we are gigging this weekend. We're gigging in uh, in Preston. And for those who didn't already hear, he got played on Radio 2 this week. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, sorry, twice. Got played twice on twice, Radio 2. Twice. On the same day. Think, th and just, just thinking about that PRS. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, just before Christmas as well. Although, Actually, the PRS on that will be... Yeah, you're not going to get it till June of next year. Best, P best, best radio <laughs> PRS in the country. Is it? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty Listeners good going. equals dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah. But enough about our chat. Yes, so uh, subscribe if you're on the YouTubes. Give us a thumbs up if you're on your Facebook. And if you're listening to us on the on the podcast, rate and leave a review because that improves our visibility on that Help platform. us help more people. Yes, so uh, we're marketing our own podcast. Exactly. Well, and on, Yeah, and until next time. Thanks for watching. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.